Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. (laughs) But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. (laughs) How's it going? Oh, fantastic. Uh, you are a jerk, but I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I was pretty sure you saw that one coming from a mile away, but... I, I did, but I didn't know where you were going with it, and then it just kept going and going, and then... But it is true. That, <laughs> that, is. that is actually a thing. The Ohio? Yes. <laughs> Ohio. Okay, all right. All right, that's good to know. Sweet. <laughs> but, uh, Travis, how was your yes. week, man? Oh, it's been good. Uh, just, I I had a six-day work stretch that was, I swear, it was never-ending. But uh, it was it was really good. We had a, a big gaming convention at the hotel this weekend. So nice. it was really great meeting everybody, and it was, it, it was really a lot of fun. Very nice. Yeah, and unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to watch anything. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I pulled a I, I pulled a you this week. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> this is what dreams are made of. Um, imagination. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I uh, I actually have uh, in the last seven days worked six days as well. Oh man, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I did not have a chance to go see anything. I was planning on going to see Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping to go see it on Saturday or something like that. Sure. But I actually had to go into work um, on Saturday, and uh, it just kind of ruined the whole day for me. I didn't Lame. get to sleep, so I, you know, didn't get to sleep in and was just super tired the rest of the day mm-hmm. and just still feeling kind of bleh. Sure. I getcha. I getcha. But, I mean, hey, you, hopefully you get to rest next weekend. Not really. Not really. Oh no. <laughs> I got I got the nephew's birthday. Oh okay. Well, I mean, it's it, it's more celebrating than it is work, but I get it. Yeah, it's being around a lot of people and not necessarily just family. It's uh, sure. family and then you know family friends mm-hmm. that are up north that aren't necessarily sure. you know my friends, but friends of you know like my sister and stuff like that. Sh- sure. Okay. So, uh, it's it's going to be. A lot of people in this in this in the same space. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You sound so excited. <laughs> well, I mean, I get to see my nephew, so that's pretty. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Oh, of course. And you know, the rest of the family that's up there too. Um, <laughs> oh, of course. Well, and plus cake. <laughs> there is cake too. Cake as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, what do you say we uh, hop into some news of the movies? I guess, yeah, let's hop into the news of the movies. All right. Well, first things first, I do want to kind of talk about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did talk about it a little bit before where uh, Bruce Willis had been diagnosed with aphasia. Mm -hmm. And so he had retired from uh, from acting and, you know, basically was just kind of on the downhill slope. And his family did announce that he actually was officially diagnosed with uh dementia now 
Okay. Like it, it's it's fully diagnosed, um, and so, I mean, he's only sixty-seven years old. That's so sad, man. I, he just cannot catch a break. No, no, which is very very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, it's 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 always kind of tough to see, and mm-hmm. you know, I my thoughts go out to to his family and to him. Just you know, we'll see how this all goes. Well, yeah, especially like for us where we grew up in his heyday where like he just put out hit after hit after hit and we we grew okay i shouldn't say hit after hit after hit but he has some good stuff he has some stuff that some people might not like but you know Mm -hmm. there and but um it's he's a well he's a well a well-received actor and it's just sad to see that that this is what is happening to him and his career and that he had to retire so young like at 67 he should still be acting at this time mhm mhm absolutely yeah yeah it's very very unfortunate mhm and uh like i said our, our thoughts go out to him and his family exactly um but kind of moving on to some other movie news that we have here would it be uh, the way of the water? Yes. Yes. Uh, Avatar, mm-hmm. the way of water, is now the third highest grossing movie of all time. Cue the Celine Dion music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're both James Cameron, so celebratory yeah. Celine Dion yeah. music. There you go. <laughs> so it looks like uh, as of yesterday... Mm-hmm. The Avatar has generated two point two four three three billion dollars globally, whereas Titanic was two point two four two eight billion dollars. Wow. That is crazy. And so I don't think it's going to reach the original Avatar, mm-hmm. which was two point nine two billion dollars, right? Or even Endgame. I don't think it's going to reach Endgame. Endgame was two point seven billion dollars uh, worldwide box office. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the way of water is going to reach that, but it has surpassed Titanic. Wow. <sighs> I would never expect, I would have never expected a sequel that came out over 10 years after the first one to make as much money as it has. Right. It just right. amazes me. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, we do have uh, some more coming in here pretty quick. Oh, so sure. it won't be another ten-year wait, mm-hmm. but it uh, we'll 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 have to see how they all go because we had you know like the I don't know would you consider it air for the first I'd movie? Say, I'd say one was air. Two, we got water. Water two. Next yep. is confirmed to be fire. Cool fire. <laughs> and then we we don't know where we're going from there, but might have earth. Yeah. And then what's that four? And then five. We'll have heart. <laughs> I know I made that joke before, mm. but it's my only one I got. Well, I mean, I guess it could be like tree, like around the tree, which is the heart. I mean, I, I guess it would make sense. He said, <laughs> well, I mean, like, I guess, I guess technically Awa is the, the heart of the, the planet, right? Mm, yeah. You could say that. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, well, Avatar made it uh, past Titanic. <laughs> 
you sunk my Titanic ship. Yeah. Um. <laughs> moving on. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> moving on. Uh, to I guess I mean it wouldn't be necessarily a a it kind of is a sequel, but it's kind of a reboot, but it's kind mm-hmm. of a offshoot. I think we'll see. We haven't mm-hmm. don't have a lot of information yet, but uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Kingdom of the War of the Battle of the Planet of the Apes. Um, <laughs> no, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has officially uh, wrapped filming. Okay. So, we'll. I mean, we just heard about a couple people joining in not too long ago here. Right. Yeah. Uh, like uh, William H Macy was one of them, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. who was the other one? I couldn't remember. Um, but I know Macy for sure. Yeah, I don't think there was, there wasn't too many people that that I knew just mm-hmm. by their name. I'm sure if I see them, then yeah, I will. But, or I mean, I probably won't recognize them because they'll be apes. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, basically, it looks like Wes Ball, who is the director, mm-hmm. and you know who directed the uh, the Maze Runner trilogy, he uh, tweeted out. On the fifteenth, uh, that's a wrap. Uh, with looks like motion capture stuff going on, like a motion capture studio, or performance okay. capture. Sorry, performance capture, and uh, and just kind of looking at the screen for that, mm. and it just says that's a wrap, and then Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And um, this one is not going to be, and it's not going to have Andy Circus in it. No. Okay. No, this one. This one is way past the timeline um picking up many years after the conclusion of 2017's war for the planet of the apes okay and again this will be this will be released in may of 2024 so over a year away still mm-hmm. but that makes sense because they still have to go through all of their post-production stuff uh if they have to do any reshoots like they they realize they didn't get coverage on something that they wanted to mm-hmm. uh they'll have to go back for reshoots and stuff like that uh nothing too crazy but mm-hmm. over a year left to figure it figure it all out. I've always been a big fan of these movies, so I'm super excited for this. It'll be pretty great. Yeah, I'm very excited. I don't know why Borat came out, but <laughs> I was I was gonna say what what's up with that? I don't uh, know. <laughs> but are you excited for this next one that we're gonna talk about? Eh, if they do it right, sure. So it sounds like uh, there's gonna be another movie that is another reboot kind of thing we're getting a new hellboy i think we talked about this before um but they they are making a new hellboy called hellboy the crooked man okay and apparently they have uh mike mignola who is the creator of the comics uh writing the script okay and so this is the first time for a hellboy movie that he's actually like involved in the writing of the script and stuff so I thought I heard that they weren't going to do a live action one, that it was going to be a, like an animated sort of movie. I, th- I think it's going to be live action because it says production okay. is starting next month in Bulgaria. Okay. And then uh, Brian Taylor, one second here, who uh, directed such hits as Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, uh, okay. Gamer. Okay. And then... Uh, Crank and Crank High Voltage oh, okay. is going to be directing this new Hellboy movie. Well, okay. Um, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed Crank, but I know some people, those movies are left to be desired. 
and Gamer, I thought, was just okay. And what did you say was the first one? Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. So, so okay. number two. That one was not my favorite of the Ghost Rider movies. I would say the first one is probably the best one, and that's a stretch. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is fantastic. Uh, but, <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I mean, if they do it right, like, I love Hellboy. I think it's a great character. I would still love to see Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro come back. And I'd right. love to see Ron Perlman come back. But right. See, I liked Ron Perlman, but I also liked David Harbour. Oh, I love David Harbour. I thought he did a great job. Right. Which is really sad that it didn't actually get a chance to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, that reboot kind of came and went and mm-hmm. never was heard of again. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, it looks like what they're saying is that this new film will see Hellboy and a rookie BPRD agent stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia. There they discover a small community hunted or haunted by witches led by a local devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past, the Crooked Man. Ooh, okay. So, we'll see how that all goes. I like it. But speaking of reboots... (laughs) (sighs) Okay, alright. We're we're getting a new live-action adaptation from Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. Of Lilo and Stitch. Alright, we knew this. I know, but it's still just... I know, I know. Apparently they have cast Zach Galifianakis in the movie. Do do we know who he's playing? They are keeping that under wraps. Okay. So, uh, I do not think that he will be Stitch. I I can't see him being Stitch. Um, I can see him being... Oh, I had their names. Why can I not think of their names right now? Are you talking about the aliens that are sent there to go get him? Uh, Pleakley and uh, Jumba. Jumba. Yep, yep. I can see him being Pleakley, possibly. Yes, I could see that, definitely. Although I could also see him as being Jumba, mm-hmm. the creator of Stitch. Yes. Right? Experiment. Yeah, uh, yes. It's been a little bit since I've seen Stitch, but I believe you're correct. Well, I mean, like, I, I can see him being both of those characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so Pleakley, basically, just because that's a lot more of a kind of comedic role and still very kind of central to the plot of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, as of right now, I we don't have any real uh, idea of who they're even looking for, for, like, Lilo or, uh, or Nani. Um or even David. Oh, or if they're going right, to yeah. even have David in the movie, which if they don't that'd be that'd be almost as stupid as like making Mulan without Mushu. Um <laughs> What? Oh, that's so funny. Cuz you know what <laughs> Disney did it. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> but uh we'll have to see how it all goes. It looks like uh, Dean Fleischer Camp is directing the new Lilo and Stitch movie. Okay. And he's the person behind uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he directed Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Mm hmm. Um, and now he's going to be directing Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Well, I mean, he's got he's got the cute directing down. So, I mean, right. he's got that going for him. Right. 
Right. Uh, yeah. I'm saying that like like a stitch is a real like a real thing, but <laughs> I mean, it's gonna have to be played by something, right? Mm, that's somebody true. or something. True. It, it, it'll be motion. I'm sure it'll be motion capture. Of performance some capture. No performance uh, <laughs> capture. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I love Lilo and Stitch. It is a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's got a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Don't know if you if uh, if I've said that yet. Yeah. But you know, I guess we could probably wait to see kind of how the how the art style is of the movie, how the movie looks. <sighs> but you would think that Disney would be like, hey, like we know that a lot of the fans love this movie. Like we should do this right. Mm-hmm. But like you would have thought that they would have done that with Lion King. And yeah, I was gonna say. You know who? What other movie a ton of fans like? The yeah, Lion King. Lion. You know or the other movie that a ton of fans like? Aladdin. Mulan. And Mulan. <laughs> and Aladdin. <laughs> and uh, who? Well, we haven't even seen it yet. The Little Mermaid. Yeah, we haven't seen that one yet. So I'm I'm reserving judgment on that one. Yep. For now, uh, Jungle Book was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that, the Jungle Book. I did too. And then there was like, you know, Cinderella and uh, Maleficent. I didn't actually watch. I thought that one was just okay. I really enjoyed Cinderella. And then there was Beauty and the Beast. Which was also good. I yeah, enjoyed I, I enjoyed that one too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The, la- the last few that Disney have put out, they did Dumbo too. Oh, that one was, ugh. And Pinocchio. Yep. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I totally forgot about those two. Uh, I forgot Tim Burton did Dumbo too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, I had no interest in going to watch that one. It had it, it had promise, but it just didn't hit. Right. So, well, we'll see. Um, I mean, like, it, it's kind of one of those things where just kind of looking at it, you know, like Lion King, they did a lot of things that were they tried to animate actual camera shots kind of thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like in the very beginning you know where they have like the ants crawling on the stick like in front of the camera with the leaves and then it unfocuses those and focuses on the background with animals just kind of walking behind that Mm -hmm. like that's like an actual camera shot and so they had they had to animate that because with something like that you can have everything in focus right you're drawing it you can have everything in focus Mm -hmm. but they actually animated that um, and like something like that should be able to be transformed over to live, you know, quote unquote live action, uh, super easily without really any problems. Something like Lilo and Stitch, which is so stylized and like all of, you know, the characters are, are animated, but like the backgrounds are all watercolors, mm-hmm. you know, like, like almost like watercolor paintings. Mm-hmm that I don't know how they're going to kind of keep the the feel of the movie in and bring that into live action. Yeah, it's going it's going to be difficult because it's going to be a very big difference between, you know, live action and, you know, animation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll but see how I, it goes though. Exactly. We just have to remain skeptical and, you know, see see what we see how we think or yeah see how we think once we see a trailer right exactly exactly uh so, 
Sorry, when I'm when on my little uh, live action rant there. It had to be done. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, going from casting news from Zach Galifianakis over to casting news for uh, Barry Kagan, who is apparently going to be playing Billy the Kid. Okay. Which is not something that I realized was even kind of in the cards, but apparently this is something that he has been wanting to do for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Barry Kagan is... Uh, very Irish. <laughs> very much so, yes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if you don't know who he is, he was in, uh, like, Dunkirk, and he was in The Eternals. Uh, mm. He was in The Batman, very briefly. Yep. <laughs> uh, he's also... Um, wasn't it Harry... Or Fantastic Beasts? No, or that's in, Ezra Miller. Uh, I always get those two mixed up. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, no, that that that's the that's the Flash. Um, <laughs> uh, but more recently, uh, as well, he was in Banshees of Inisherin, mm-hmm. and apparently did very well. I think he was actually nominated for some awards for that one. Okay. Very much kind of localized movies. The Killing of a Sacred Deer back in 2017. He was in that one. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember even hearing about that one. Uh, I do remember hearing about it. I never got the chance to see it because it's an A24 and we never really got those at first when they first were coming out. And then mm-hmm. th- and then they kind of blew up once Hereditary kind of became a big a big deal. So Right, right. Uh, and then he was in uh, The Green Knight. Oh, yeah. Um, Eternals, Batman, Banshees of Inisherin. So we'll, we'll see how how it all goes. But he has he has been cast or he has been tapped to play billy the kid okay uh let's see here yeah we'll see we'll see how it all goes sounds good and so from from barry kagan playing billy the kid to uh i can't really say a couple of mean girls but tina fey and tim meadows are apparently going to be reprising their roles uh for the new mean girls musical movie that's coming out oh awesome okay so i mean i think they were both they both wrote it. Either either Tina Fey wrote it or Tina Fey wrote it with Tim Meadows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So Fey. So Tina Fey wrote the original film, and she also wrote the Broadway musical. Hmm. Okay. And then Tim Meadows plays the principal. Right. We'll see how it all goes. Uh, yeah, and Tina Fey was the teacher. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yep. The math teacher. Mm-hmm. For the mathletes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so Tina Fey Tim Meadows back for the Mean Girls musical movie that, that is being made that is going to be starting filming soon? Or we, we'll begin on March... Okay, so filming will begin on March 6th. Okay, that's awesome. I can't wait for that. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Oh, definitely. All right, so I know we were kind of talking about it before, and I probably should have had, this, had the other one a little bit further down, but live-action remakes... Mm-hmm. It's the new hot thing, but I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Um, <laughs> uh, How to Train Your Dragon is apparently getting the live-action treatment. Okay, I'm for this, if it's done right. So, like, they could still, like, like Jay Baruchel, he, he could still play Hiccup. They could get Gerard Butler to come and play the dad, 
they, I mean, they could get Jonah Hill to be, uh, uh, I forget his character, but he's one of the kids. It's not low. Well, it's not low. Yes. yes. Um, it's possible. It's definitely possible. It's just how they make Toothless look and, and the dragons. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. And, and, and it seems like a stretch that DreamWorks would want to do something like that, but hey. They want to make the money. Yeah, and apparently it'll be coming to theaters in 2025. That's not too long from now either. Oh, okay. So apparent. Okay, apparently, th- this makes me this makes me a little bit rest a little bit easier. Okay. Dean DeBlois, who wrote and directed the animated trilogy, mm-hmm. 2010's How to Train Your Dragon, 2014's How to Train Your Dragon 2, and 2019's uh, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, mm-hmm. is returning to write and direct the newest entry in the franchise that's so cool so we'll we'll have to see how he does directing live action like if animated movies can make me cry like all three of those movies made me cry i can just about imagine what a live action one will do to me Mm -hmm. (sighs) okay but i'm for it so uh i did not know this but apparently he collaborated with uh chris sanders on how to train your dragon that name you know what chris familiar. sanders directed uh it sounds familiar but please enlighten me uh, what chris sanders is the voice of stitch <laughs> he directed lilo and stitch and really? i was just looking i was looking through here and dean de mm-hmm. is credited as a writer for lilo and stitch oh that's awesome. Like okay. He, he was the writer for Lilo and Stitch. And then mm-hmm. he went on to write and direct with Chris Sanders, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, I guess he co-directed Lilo and Stitch as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my, my bad. Chris Sanders and Dean DeBlois wrote and directed Lilo and Stitch and then wrote and directed How to Train Your Dragon and the rest of the trilogy. We'll see. It all comes full circle. So he is, he is just all over the place. Disney, DreamWorks, doesn't matter. He gets his yeah. animation done. But he, <laughs> he has not done... Let's see here. Looks like a music video he did. What is this one? And then he directed a documentary thing for uh, T.U., which it follows the band of Monsters and Men as they commemorate the 10th anniversary of their groundbreaking debut album, My Head is in an Animal. Hmm, interesting, okay. And there's no way I'm ever going to pronounce, like, any of these names. Uh, except for uh, Brinjar Leifson. That one I got. Okay. Oh, and Christian Christensen. Got that one. Look but the other you. ones, I uh, don't... Yeah, no. Can't do that, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, let's see here. Well, good try, though. Right? I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, 2025 is when we will be seeing How to Train Your Dragon live action, uh, okay. March 14th actually. So just over two years away. All right. Well, you guys have some big shoes to fill, so hopefully you do a good job, guys. That's the hope. Well, I mean, it's their own shoes, so. That's very true. Well, hopefully it'll be marvelous. Uh aha 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 aha. And not just a haunted mess. So speaking of the Marvels and Haunted Mansion, uh, <laughs> uh, apparently Disney is actually moving around 
a lot of their stuff or a of few different things here. Okay. Uh, so it looks like Disney and Marvel Studios are, are moving the Marvels uh, from July 28th to November 10th. Okay. Now, I can't tell if they think that it will do better then because that's where Black Panther Wakanda Forever opened. Uh, mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange opened all around that time and they all did pretty darn well. Right, right. Um, but we'll have to see how it all goes. Uh, so Marvel's is moving from July 28th to November 10th. Uh, Haunted Mansion is going to be moving from, what was it, August 11th to the open July 28th date now uh, in order to kind of get more kids into the theater before school starts. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have to see how that goes. The Marvel's, with their moving, is now going to be one week after Dune Part 2. Okay. Uh, let's see here. And then it looks like Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and Trolls 3 will open up one week after on November 17th. Okay. So November's looking pretty stacked, too. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess the Marvels was just something I wasn't really, I guess, looking forward to all that much. But, I mean, it's it's something in the Marvel Universe. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I still have to watch Miss Marvel. Yeah, see, me uh, too. And I still have to finish Moon Knight. And then I have to watch you- Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I have to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new Loki season coming. Yep. And it's just a lot. Is there another What If season coming as well? I believe so cool i i'm not 100 percent on that but i believe so so i really like that let's see let's see if we can find anything uh yes what if season two will be released exclusively on disney plus don't know when but it's it's coming okay well perfect it is scheduled to premiere on disney plus in early 2023 okay so Hmm. soon Mm-hmm. That's nice. Nice. <laughs> and I'm still intrigued about this whole Haunted Mansion. Yeah, and so the Haunted Mansion one is the one that, I mean, we've been talking about it mm-hmm. uh, a couple of times already. But this is the one with Jamie Lee Curtis, Owen Wilson, Jared Leto, Winona yeah. Ryder, uh, mm-hmm. Rosario Dawson, Dan Levy, Dan Levy, sorry, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, and Danny DeVito. That's a great cast, though, I will say. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's better than the Eddie Murphy version, I think it'll be, be- I think it'll be good. Yeah. Well, okay, so the, t- the log line is a single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help exercise their newly bought mansion after discovering it is inhabited by ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll have to see how that all goes. Moving to our next movie news release date, we have we have a release date for a movie that we've talked about, yeah, once I think, mm-hmm. twice, something like that. Something like that. Uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding Three is going to be hitting theaters September eighth. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Like. Nobody expected the first one to do as well as it did. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, they made a second one. But that was how many years later? 
and now they're making a third one, which is another how many years later. And uh, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't, would have never expected it, but people love this, like this franchise. So, yeah. hey. so uh, just kind of going off of your point there uh, in the little article that we have, it says it is so it ran as a platform release in fewer than a thousand theaters for 17 weekends back in 2002 initially uh initially making 45 million dollars during that time before going north of that threshold to 2000 plus locations and grossing a wild 241.4 million domestic and 368.2 million worldwide Mm -hmm. off of a five million dollar production cost yep yeah i can remember when i so i was just i had just started at the movie theater around that time and that movie premiered and it premiered in a big theater and it went down to a small theater like with like within the week okay and then by the end of that next week of it being in in the small auditorium it went back to the big auditorium again because it had gotten so popular word of mouth man yeah, it's word of mouth. It gets around. Especially back then. Mm-hmm. And that's before, you know, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just go put a little Windex on it. That's right. Um, Windex solves everything. <laughs> right? right? We'll see how this all goes. Uh, but, yeah, basically, September 8th, uh, we'll be getting a new Big Fat Greek Wedding coming in. Well, my mom will be excited, so. There you go. There you go. Oh, mom. You know what I'm excited about? What's that? Finding out the runtime for John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, if uh, if you saw the other two John Wicks and you're like, you know what? I really like these. I just wish that they were longer. Mm-hmm. You have your wish. John Wick Chapter 4 is coming in at a runtime of 2 hours and 49 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I would love to do like bullet by minute ratio just to see like how many bullet shot per per minute of the movie right (laughs) oh there it is lost there for a second uh so this one is coming in on march 24th Mm -hmm. and oh boy yeah it is gonna be an adventure yep yep so uh the original movie was uh 101 minutes Mm-hmm. The second film was 122 minutes. The third one was 131 minutes. And now, okay, hold on. What is that? 169 minutes. <laughs> nice. I mean, it, it makes it makes sense for uh, for for Theodore to have a, a movie that's 169 mm-hmm. minutes. Yep. Right. 69 dudes (laughs) be excellent to one another one another so we'll see how that all goes uh (laughs) which actually leads us to our trailers Mm -hmm. and we had a new john wick trailer for john wick chapter four yes whose runtime is two hours and 49 minutes that's gonna be a long movie but it's gonna be well worth it oh i cannot wait i watched the the trailer for this i was Mm -hmm just all over the place mm-hmm. like there is so much going on in this trailer no i know it, it was just all action and uh, like 
<laughs> just all of him just shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're going to, you know, we're going international again. We got Paris. Mm-hmm. We've got Samurais. We sure do. We've got, we got incendiary shotgun shells. I forgot about that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just rewatching the trailer here quick. Um, we've got lots of, lots of deaths. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it's a John Wick movie. Of course. Um, we had a dog. Oh, we've got axe fights in the, in the, in the, you know, not necessarily the rain, but. Right. Uh, obviously we have car chases. Oh, I wonder if he goes and sees Halle Berry at some point. Because of the dog. Yes. That is, I mean, that was, that's what I was wondering too. Mm-hmm. Um. Like maybe he, he wants her to help, but like she can't. Uh, so then she's like, but here you can take one of my dogs. See, that, that's kind of a, a better option than, that I, than I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is that, uh, something happens and then Halle Berry is no longer in the movie after that. Oh, uh, yeah. Same with one of the dogs. Oh, yeah. Which I really hope I'm wrong. I am too, but that's a very good possibility as well. It, it feels like a very John Wick thing. It is. Um, but then there's the the car where the dog shows up, the car stuff at the Arc de Triomphe. Mm-hmm. Where hey, everybody's just getting hit by cars. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, oh, what's the what's the movie? Is it um, I think it's Brad Pitt. And then the name of the movie is like the name of his character. And then I think it's the end where he like has a briefcase or whatever. He turns around, he goes walking into the crosswalk and he gets hit by like two, three vehicles and he goes flying between them. Do you know which one I'm talking about? You're not talking about bullet train, are you? No, 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 no. This is older. The name of the movie is like the name of his character in the movie. Just trying to think. Um, Meet Joe Black. I never saw that one. Uh, yeah. So that one from 1998 uh basically unless that's just like a parody i don't know if it's actually one second no no he gets hit by two cars hmm. so one let me just double check see what's going on here i'll do that he's walking away she is walking away he stops no he's still on the sidewalk come on what you doing starts <laughs> walking into the streets oh she stops she looks back <gasps> does she say anything no she's just looking nope she walks away he looks back. Nobody's there. And boom. Oh, oh, just missed him. Whew. Boom. <laughs> boom. There we go. Oh, that was that was some rough compositing. Mm. Oof. But okay, yeah. Meet Joe Black. Uh where basically he's in the middle of a street and then he gets hit by a van and gets tossed into a taxi and then the taxi hits him too and he gets flung up into the air even more. Uh Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's what it reminded me of. Hmm. Uh that so the John Wick trailer, I should say. Right, right, right. <laughs> going going back to that. <laughs> uh but yeah, I am I am ready for this movie. Yeah, it needs to be the end of March already. March twenty fourth. Yep. That's what we need. Just uh just over a month away. Mm-hmm. So uh, when the movies that we'll talk about today are released, a month from then will be John Wick. Sweet. Yes. I am ready. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to see that. 
All the blocks are falling into place, man. That's right. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Our next trailer. <laughs> Our next trailer is the trailer for Tetris. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not something like Pixels where the game comes to life or anything like that. This is the story of Tetris and uh, how it came to be associated with the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. With Taron Egerton as the main character. Is this one directed from the guy that did uh, Kick-Ass? John S. Baird. Uh, okay. I'm not sure. I was just wondering because it was made from Marv Studios, so I thought maybe... Right. Uh, wasn't Kingsman Marv? Oh, yeah, that would be, yes. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Kingsman was Marv. I think I got Kick-Ass mixed up then. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, he So, John S. Baird, B-A-I-R-D, um... It looks like he has directed a couple of different things. Okay. Uh, Filth in 2013. Okay. A bunch of TV series. And then he directed Stan and Ollie. Okay. In 2018. And then another TV series and now Tetris for Apple TV. This one is going to Apple TV, just as a heads up for you. (sighs) Stupid Apple. Right? This one looks really good, though. It does, but... (sighs) don't have any apple products <laughs> right so basically uh we have taron egerton uh with a american accent mm-hmm. very weird to begin with right. and a a very um kind of 70s 80s stash going on right oh it's gotta be 80s never mind it's, it's 80s uh very 80s stash going on uh basically trying to figure out how to get tetris to uh, out of the Soviet Union mm-hmm. because it was made by somebody in the Soviet Union and anything that's made by anybody in the Soviet Union according to the Soviet Union belongs to the Soviet Union can I say Soviet Union any times more <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Matthew Marsh who is Matthew Marsh why does that name sound familiar so Matthew Marsh plays Gorbachev on this movie okay. I'm trying to think of what I know him from. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, but is it anything that I recognize? I mean, he was... Okay, so he was the rear admiral in Dunkirk. He was the what admiral? <laughs> rear admiral? admiral. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, he was Brigadier General Hauser in Red Tails from 2012. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, I mean, he's done a lot of like TV movies and video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I know him from. He just has a face that you think that you know? It was more of the voice. Okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so like I said, we got Taron Egerton. Uh, Toby Jones is in it. Uh, let's see here. Who? I'm trying to figure out who played the creator of Tetris. Uh, one second. Alexei Pajitnov. Nikita Efremov. Okay. Uh, who was who was born four years after Tetris was created? Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very, very much in the, uh, I believe the Russian films. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it makes sense that he would be cast as the creator of Tetris in the Tetris movie. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, this one, this one looks really good. 
Uh, it's basically how they want to try to smuggle it out of the Soviet Union. Union, mm-hmm. how they try to basically um, get get it over to Nintendo uh, and bundle it with the very first Game Boys that are sent out. Oh, I forgot that it got bundled with the Game Boy. It did. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and like, he's still alive. Is it really? Wow. Okay. Alexei Pajitnov is still alive in the United States. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 1991, he moved to the United States and later became a U.S. citizen. Okay. And then 96, he founded the Tetris Company. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, this one looks really good. I kind of want to see it. I do, too. I hope that they kind of give this one the treatment that they gave Spirited, that they uh, did over Christmas, where they released it in theaters. Mm, that'd be nice, yeah. Because I would like to watch it. Absolutely. Especially for the people that don't have, you know, Apple products or Apple TV. Okay. So, I mean, it, it does say streaming March 31st on Apple TV. Oh, well, okay. There goes my bright idea. <sighs> That's unfortunate. So come on, Apple, uh, change your mind. I would, I would, I would check it out. Check out the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then if you have an Apple product or have Apple TV, maybe think about watching it. Uh, but that leads us to our next trailer that we had. Going from one game to another. <laughs> from Tetris to Pinball. Uh, this one is for Pinball, the man who saved the game. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like this one is halfway documentary, halfway reenactment with embellishments. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it looks like it's actually him. But yeah, so basically the, the premise is uh, Roger Sharp is a GQ journalist and a real-life pinball wizard who in 1976 helps overturn the New York City's 35-year ban on pinball by basically going in front of the city council and uh, showing them that pinball can be a game of skill and not a game of luck. He's a pinball wizard. <laughs> um, so they basically thought that it was gambling? I think so. Okay. I so almost so. like a slot machine. Kind of, yeah. And so basically he, like I said, he, he had, or he would go to like in the movie, uh, in the trailer, you know, he goes to this place and plays pinball and on these machines. And then one day he goes there and they're dragging out the pinball machines and busting them up because pinball is illegal in New York City. And so then he kind of starts going through the entire process and going to try to interview city council members and uh, mayors and stuff like that it sounds like trying mm-hmm. to get this law overturned and the way that he does it is by playing pinball in front of the city council or something or i think it's the city council right it was some or, or something yeah it was something like that uh but it looks good i mean mm-hmm. this this one kind of intrigues me just because of the way that they're telling the story right with like you know going back to interviews with roger sharp and then going to like like i said the the reenactment with embellishments Mm-hmm. yeah it seemed kind of ridiculous at first but then i was like oh this could actually really work with this right right yeah wait unless unless i'm completely wrong and they don't actually it's it's just different actors playing him okay so roger sharp was an executive producer but not actually in the movie i apologize i thought he was Gotcha, okay. I kind of swore that he was. Mm. 
Okay. I apologize. I was wrong. <laughs> but he was an executive. He is an executive producer on the movie. So okay. there is that. Sweet. Uh, but that, uh, that brings us to our next uh, next trailer that we have. And uh, that is going to be for 65. The more I see of this, the more I want to see it. Absolutely. This one is going to be in the next couple of weeks. Just mm-hmm. as a heads up for you. Um, 65 is basically the Adam Driver movie. That is a dinosaur movie. Yes. Which we, we need more of. More dinosaur movies, please. Please, yes. We need dinosaur movies without Chris Pratt. <laughs> you mean Mario? Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this looks fantastic. I am so ready for for Adam Driver to be shooting some dinosaurs with some big, big guns. And it's definitely going to have a horror element to it. Oh, it will. Oh, yeah. Because produced by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Writers of the, of the Quiet Place, of A, a Quiet Place. Uh, yes, good stuff. I think it's going to be good. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> so. Somebody wrote here, I love that T-Rex. Such a good actor. He's in so many good movies. Jurassic Park, King Kong, The Lost World, Aztec Rex, Meet the Robinsons. Kind of one-dimensional, but very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I will always have a soft spot for the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Although, but... T-Rex in Jurassic Park, female. Right. So this this comment is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yes, all female. But yeah, meet the Robinsons. I have a big head and tiny <laughs> arms. I, I, I just don't think that this plan was very well thought out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it was great. That's that's one Disney movie I do not like. What? Yeah, I do not like Meet, meet the Robinsons. What? <laughs> oh, dude. Why? I, 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 when I watched it, I thought it was boring. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But it could be one of those that I just need to go back and revisit. Mm. I mean, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I, I, I know that a lot of people do. Hmm. Never know. Could be another Captain America. That's true. Just like a lot of people really enjoyed Little uh, Brother Bear, I didn't like that one either. I never actually watched that one. Okay. That's one, that's one that kind of came out right when I was... You know, kind of in that, oh, I'm too, I'm too old for Disney movies mm-hmm. stage. Before I was, before I got to the, a movie is a movie. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. I'll yep. watch, you know, I'll watch most anything as long as it's not like horror. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, so 65, we should probably talk about the trailer, huh? Yes. Is like you were saying, Adam Driver dinosaurs mm-hmm. and adam driver shooting dinosaurs with big guns yes oh and protecting a little girl from dinosaurs with big right. guns. right right <laughs> uh but yeah this one this one looks pretty darn good mm-hmm. um even though it's kind of horror i kind of want to see it i just don't know how much horror like i, I okay i i know sam raimi is attached mm-hmm. but like I don't know how much horror will actually be in it, but I guess will be remain to be seen. Well, I mean, with the 
with what they had in the trailer, there was a lot of like jump scare kind of things. That's true. And kind of like just, you know, the unsettlingness of, uh, is there something out there? Is there not something out there? Oh, is there something in the, in those bushes that's moving? You know, mm-hmm. what's going on kind of thing. Sure. 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 Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to see how it goes. But then like, I mean, you think back to Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. that's a Steven Spielberg movie, but that is a horror movie. That is a monster movie right there. Would you consider that? I, I get. I mean, I guess. I, I guess in some aspects, yes, it would be, because of the whole like dinosaurs attacking you sort of situation. But like when 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 it's not when they're not showing that on screen, it's not really a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's more of like a, I guess I would say. Oops, sorry. It's more of a. Uh, I guess I would say a a like. The first half is like the just you know kind of the the lead up you know not mm-hmm. kind of just showing you where everything is at and then when things go wrong, things go wrong. Yep. Well, yeah. Once the the, the rain hits, I think that's when the horror starts. Mm-hmm. Because because then obviously the uh, the power goes out because of Ned and you know. Ah 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 ah. You didn't say the magic word. Word. <laughs> uh but uh we'll see after we'll have to see how this one goes definitely i'm super i'm super excited for it though yes okay so jurassic park is listed as action adventure sci-fi okay this one at least on imdb is listed as action adventure drama action adventure drama okay hmm i guess we'll just have to wait and see exactly we just got a couple more weeks exactly which brings us to our next trailer, which is definitely horror. <laughs> Travis? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's all you, man. It is for Children of the Corn, which is a remake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll know how I feel about this because it is definitely different from the original to what I remember. Um, it almost seems like it's a prequel to how it all started before the events of the first movie started but i don't know like i never read the book version of it so i don't know if they delve into that or what in that series so i just don't know i would have to watch this to find out but um it looks good i want to see it what are your thoughts on the trailer with the um authentic old school trailer voice going uh, on. that was very cool and something that isn't used anymore and it makes me sad because that's just an old an old technique that people just don't use anymore especially in trailers right uh somebody on the youtube comments uh because children of the corn is set in nebraska mm-hmm. they're like nebraskan here the fact that they chose she'll be coming around the mountain for a movie based on the flattest state ever kills me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, but that's true, though. Uh, yeah. Lots of lots of cornfields. Lots of cornfields mm. in Nebraska. Oh, yes. And... Uh... <laughs> And it seems like there's a, a, a few character changes because also, um, God, I can't remember. I think the kid's name is Don. Is it Dante in the original? But he's like the leader 
um, of the whole of the kids, and now it seems like it's a female. Is it? No, it's it's something it's something religious, a religious name. Um, Isaac? Not Isaac. Is it Isaac? It might be Isaac. Or no, Malachi. It's Malachi. That's it. Because somebody was saying John Franklin as Isaac, you can't really beat the creepiness of that. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is Kate Moyer as Eden Edwards. Okay. Yeah, it seems a little different, um, but yeah, like I said, I just I I want to watch it to give it a full review because I am intrigued. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, but that does lead us to our last trailer, which was the trailer for Creed Three. I am super excited for this one as well. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I uh, I haven't watched either of the other ones. Okay. So. The very first Creed movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Creed 2, I thought was good, but not as good as the first one. Um, but this one looks... It, I Obviously, I don't know if it's as good or not, but I think it looks just as good. Um, I, I, I want to see this one really, really badly. Yeah. Well, this one, they bring in uh, Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. who is having a crazy year. For releases, yeah, because well, I mean, even starting late last year, uh, he had Devotion, which is that uh, where he was the Navy fighter pilot, mm-hmm. and like the I think the Korean War, yeah. So uh, Korean War, where basically him and the dude from Top Gun Maverick, Glenn Powell, uh, were wingmen to each other. Oh, that's right. I remember us talking about that one. Okay. Yeah, and so that one was what? Uh, release date November of 2022. Okay. And then earlier this year here, he had Magazine Dreams, mm-hmm. which is uh, which came out January 20th, so just a month ago here, uh, where he played an amateur bodybuilder, struggles to find human connection in this exploration of celebrity and violence. And then he did Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and then now he's going to be in Creed 3. So that's that's literally four movies in... Right? Yeah, four movies. Right. When does Creed 3 come out again? I lost my page here. Mar- it's March. March 3rd. Okay. So between... Uh, what did I say? November 22nd? Mm-hmm. Between November 22nd and March 3rd, Jonathan Majors had four movie or has four movies released and or releasing wow he's popular i mean he he's yeah. getting he, he's definitely getting work which is fantastic because he's doing a good job and i mean like he even had two different characters mm-hmm. in um you know from when he was in loki to ant-man and the wasp yep speaking of loki i wonder if he'll be back um as kang and loki season two I don't know. But do you know who's in season two of Loki? Owen Wilson. Ihoi Kwan. Ah, yes. Mm hmm. It'll be great. It'll be great. Woo woo. Yes. Uh, but uh, I would have to watch the uh, other two Creed movies and possibly mm-hmm. some of the Rocky movies um, before I go to watch this one, unfortunately. Have you, not, have you not seen any of the Rocky movies either? Long time ago. Okay. All right. Long time ago. Um, well. Well, you've got time. 
but you don't have time because you're always busy so <laughs> there it is um yeah but that does finish up our trailers for today uh travis did you have anything you want to say about any of the trailers or any of the movie news anything like that uh no i don't got anything all right well then make sure you visit us, visit us at facebook or facebook.com slash movies are thing we are also on twitter and instagram at movies are thing no spaces dash slashes anything like that at movies are thing come on by and say hi please do <laughs> i don't know why i feel the need to say that but it's just like we i would love it if you guys we would love to hear from you guys is what we're saying yeah exactly yeah. exactly but that brings us to our first movie for this week that movie is jesus revolution which is rated pg-13 and will be released in theaters this is the story of one young hippie's quest in the late 1960s for belonging and liberation that leads not only to peace love and rock and roll but that sets into motion a new counterculture crusade a jesus movement changing the course of history inspired by a true movement Jesus Revolution tells the story of a young Greg Laurie being raised by his struggling mother Charlene in the 1960s. Greg and a sea of young people descend on sunny Southern California to redefine truth through all means of liberation. Inadvertently, Greg meets Lonnie Frisbee, a charismatic hippie street preacher, and Pastor Chuck Smith, who have thrown open the doors of Smith's languishing church to a stream of wandering youth. What unfolds becomes the greatest spiritual awakening in American history. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Yeah. I, I Okay. So, I'm not going to pay money to watch this. I'm sorry to say that, Hollywood. <laughs> um, if I worked at the movie theater still, I would go see this for free. But I'm not going to pay to see it. But I, I do kind of want to see it just to see Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, so Kelsey Grammer is in this one. Mm. Um, he's kind of the the biggest name, I think. Oh, yeah. by far, yeah. Yeah, um, and he plays Chuck Smith, the the pastor of the struggling church. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is made by the same company that did I Can Only Imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you liked that movie, you might like this movie too. Definitely. Uh, but it is it is very much it, it definitely feels like the whole um peace and love man kind of vibe yeah because i mean it's like it's during woodstock mm-hmm. and and then and then they just yeah that starts the whole jesus movement of the what from this going from the 70s into the 80s mm-hmm. very much so yeah so all right uh, moving on to our next movie here, which is very <laughs> this is a great transition, I must say. Right, this is yeah. Our next one is Cocaine Bear. This one is rated R and will be coming into theaters. Inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's plane crash, missing cocaine, and the black bear that ate it, this wild thriller finds an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone in a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. IMDb did not have a score, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did also not have a score did also not have also did not have a score there we go so this is directed by elizabeth banks it is and uh it star it also has the late ray liotta in it it does this is one of his last ones it sure is uh, last films 
Um, I I am so excited for this movie. Um, I've been ready for this since we first heard about this. What like a year ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is my number one of the weekend for sure. Um. <laughs> so, uh, along with Ray Liotta, uh, it also mm-hmm. has Carrie Russell in it. Uh, oh, Alden right, Ehrenreich yep. is in it. Yep. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in it. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson is in it mm-hmm. from Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a lot of other people are in it. One person that sticks out for me just because I've seen his stuff on like uh, YouTube and stuff, Scott Zeiss. Okay. He plays one of the paramedics. Okay. Uh, but he has, uh, he's, he's very, very famous on like TikTok and stuff. Uh, he's done a lot of some pretty funny stuff. Gotcha. And like okay. when the first trailer dropped for this, mm-hmm. he's like, I told you I was in a movie. <laughs> Uh, but this one looks hilarious. Uh, just <laughs> inspired by true events. So I heard that this movie has a pretty long length, like runtime on this one as well. Not quite. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at IMDb right now, which is why okay. I know. Um, gotcha. <laughs> grand total of 95 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, then people lied to me. That's very rude of them. Yeah, I was hearing like two plus hours, and I was like, really? "What?" It's like that just seems like way too much. Like I was afraid of it getting old fast, mm-hmm. and but but ninety five that seems about the right amount for this type of movie. So perfect, right? Well, we'll we'll see how this all goes. Uh, <laughs> it is a comedy thriller, so mm-hmm. expect that. But it it this one looks good. I, I I can't wait to see a, a coked up bear uh, going on a rampage through the Georgia forest. Yes. Uh, it could either be really good or just really bad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I'm along for the ride. So uh, that brings us to our next movie that we have. And that is a movie called Die Heart the Movie. This one is not rated and is coming to Prime Prime Video. Kevin Hart tries to keep from being pigeonholed as a comedy wingman and attends an action hero school run by Ron Wilcox, where he must learn the ropes to become one of the industry's most coveted action stars. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. So this one is Kevin Hart, like, actually playing a stylized version of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has uh, Josh Hartnett shows up in it. Amazing. Okay. Jean Renault plays uh, a, a director. Mm-hmm. And then Ron Wilcox is played by Mr. John Travolta. He sure is. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of wondering how long this movie was in production for or like how long they had been shopping around the script. Because it seems like it, it's like strung together. It seems like John Travolta probably wouldn't have been the first choice right 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 with the name of the movie and everything mm-hmm. and the stylized you know poster of the movie right or like the like the font and stuff that they chose for the poster of the movie uh i did see something about one second here die heart it says that there's okay that's mm, it says that, the, that it was a tv series in 2020 so now i'm confused 
Yeah, I I was a little confused because you said Prime, but then I kept seeing like Quibi on like the like the side of the trailer. Um, so I just didn't know like who made it. Okay, I am very confused, but <sighs> so this this might be something that they had as a TV series to begin with, mm-hmm. and then turned it into a movie that is now going on prime video okay like put all of the all of the episodes together because it was a grand total of 10 11 episodes mm-hmm. um that yeah they just might have just put all together into one movie which is very unfortunate yeah very much so but eh. oh well what can I you do exactly I, I mean i guess if this makes if this does well i mean hey maybe there's a future for it but who knows? Right, right. We'll see how it goes. Definitely. Uh, but that leads us to our last movie of the night. And that movie is We Have a Ghost. This one is going to be rated PG-13 and will be released on Netflix. Fi- uh, finding a ghost named Ernest haunting their new home turns Kevin's family into overnight social media sensations. But when Kevin and Ernest go rogue to investigate the mystery of Ernest's past, they become the- a target of the CIA. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Is it just me or did it feel like David Harbour was doing his best like Homer Simpson impression? But like not talking like him, but just his looks because... <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so David Harbour plays Ernest, plays the ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Anthony Mackie in there mm-hmm. as the dad of Kevin. Yep. Uh, Jahi Diallo Winston. Okay. Who was on uh, uh, in Queen and Slim? Uh, he was Anthony in The Upside. Okay. Uh, he's been in a, in a few different things, uh, but basically, he is the one that kind of finds Ernest. He's the one that uh, basically becomes the viral sensation, you know, overnight mm-hmm. media sensation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jennifer Coolidge is in there as well as a medium. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tig Notaro plays uh dr leslie monroe i'm guessing one of the cia peoples that comes to take away Ernest. yeah and they kind of have like ghost blaster guns too which is kind of cool yeah i mean this one looks this one looks fun it does yeah i want to see this i kind of want to see this one too mm-hmm. uh, let's see here so this was this was dr- written and directed by christopher landon who has uh written a couple other things uh, he made the story for Disturbia. Okay. He wrote the screenplay for Paranormal, Paranormal Activity 2. Nice. Uh, 3 and 4 and the marked ones. Okay. Uh, he wrote Happy Death Day to You. Nice. Uh, he wrote... <coughs> sorry. He wrote Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. Uh, he wrote Freaky. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. And I think he directed Freaky as well. Yep. He directed Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Oh, I loved Freaky. That was good, and I like and I liked Happy Death Day, and Happy Death Day to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I think I mean he's he's done some pretty good stuff. They didn't show all of it in, in the trailer because I'm guessing because of age restriction, but like David Harbour's face melts, and I want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> I mean, it it is only PG thirteen. Okay, so we won't get it all. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it might be Indiana Jones-esque. 
Okay, that's fine. I mean, I would even take, like, poltergeist face melting. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it all goes. Should be fun, right? Yeah, most definitely. I want to see it. Perfect. Um, sorry, I'm getting distracted here. I, I totally didn't know what Freaky was. Uh, oh, yeah, with Vince Vaughn and... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now I know. But wait, who... And Kath, that is Catherine Newton. Okay. Yep. Okay. And I know her from Detective Pikachu. That is correct. That's right. She, she, she's the one they recast as Cassie Lang in Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Because the actress, the actress in Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, or the actress that played Cassie in Endgame, found out that her role had been recast for Quantumania when they announced it over social media that uh, Catherine Newton had been cast as Cassie in Quantumania. Sure. Which kind of just feels not great. Yeah. I mean, that's not the way I would want to find out. Right. <laughs> Especially uh, for, for such a big Marvel franchise like that. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, you get cast as Cassie Lang mm-hmm. in Endgame. You're like, man, I think I'm going to be good for a while. And then, nope, you're done. Out of here. Yep. Goodbye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 What didn't you understand? The ba or the bye? Or the bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that actually finishes up our movies for this week. Travis. Yes, sir. Do you mind if I guess? Go for it. Cocaine Bear. Yes. We Have a Ghost. Yes. Mmm... Die Hard, Jesus Revolution. Honestly, I would I would flip flop those two. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Just because, yeah, just because, like, I don't know if I would like go out out of my way to check out Die Hard, but like Jesus Revolution. I mean, like, yes, I'm not big into religious movies, but. It is around rock, like around Woodstock, so that interests me. And I want to see Kelsey Grammer because he's fantastic. So okay. I mean, it, it might actually be decent enough. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else you want to add for any of those movies? Uh, I've got nothing, man. All right. Well, then make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're facebook.com slash movies are thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. You the drunk. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Did you know that that's actually Japanese? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Japanese uh there's a greeting mm-hmm. like literally a greeting one of the one of the greetings that you can use instead of being like you know konnichiwa or whatever mm-hmm. you just say ohio oh like oh hi oh ohio <laughs> ohio ohio ohio
Ohio. Ohio. Oh, stop. But yeah, it's like, you know, you go, you're going around just talking to people and you're just like, mm-hmm. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. And then they're like, sorry, Goose is messing with the plastic bag back here. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> uh, sorry, one second. No, I will not give you one second. Sorry, my ear really itched. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Do they actually have Kevin? Just playing Kevin. Uh, that was. I couldn't even tell. I think I found it. Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... I'm good. Don't die, man. I'm Don't trying die. not to. Ah. <laughs> oh, I just realized I should have done. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, ah, they wouldn't have gotten it. Kill the outro. outro. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, oh my God! They got they got Scott Stapp on the podcast. What? <laughs> yes, that is, that is immediately Creed. what everybody thinks. They got the singer from Creed. Those guys are cool. <laughs> oh, so cool! So the coolest. Cool. <laughs> Why are they making silly dad jokes? Because <laughs> dad jokes are cool. Cool. And that's what I am. Cool. 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 All right. Cool. 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 All right. All right. Kick it. All right. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm. I might be. Uh, I might have to get going here, man. All right. Sounds good. You go get some sleep. I will try. No All guarantees. Right. <laughs> All right, have, man. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.